Hello, everyone. I am Gabe Gottesman for KMIH 88.9 Bridge. Joining me today is junior wide receiver for the Mercer Island Islanders, Jack Derner. With one game left in the season, Jack is looking to cap off an incredible year that he has had so far. He has been a go-to target for quarterback Eli Fahey all season long with two touchdowns so far. In the Islanders finale, they'll face their rivals, the Bellevue Wolverines, at the Jungle, which will be broadcasted starting at 7 o'clock on 88.9 FM. Jack, it's great to talk with you again. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. So can you take me back to last week? I know this game is right around the corner, but last week against Sammamish, the emotions on the sideline, right before the kick, you guys called the timeout, really intense stuff. And then Samir Lumba gets up there, kicks the game winner, puts you guys up to two and one. Uh, Eli said that during the timeout, you guys were obviously a little bit nervous. Everything was kind of up in the air. But what was your thought process like throughout that entire sequence of the game winning kick? Well, there was a lot of uh, debate and discussion on the sideline in the huddle and on the field about whether we should kick it or not. Because as time was winding down, we knew we had a timeout. And uh, I remember Sam well when we got down to like the 30, because we know we knew Samir had a boot. And uh, Sam was like, let's kick it, let's kick it, let's kick it. And we kept trying to push and push. And then that final timeout, we made the decision to kick it. Um, and we were happy with it. It was like, all right, you know, Eli and everybody, everybody kind of wiped their hands like we've done our job and right. we're going to we're going to put it in the hands of the sophomore here and, and see what happens. Uh, and he did it, man. He did it. And he he booted that. That would have been good from 40. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, that was awesome. So yeah. last week you told Scott and I that the Sammamish corners, they were physical. You knew that going in. You, you described them as bullies, even though it looks like you guys were kind of had the upper hand in that game, especially late. Uh, how did you handle the physicality of the corners? And I also, I talked to both Samuel and Eli about this, that you guys, your offense, it isn't as ground and pound and um, as physical as a lot of other offenses where you have 10 running backs in the backfield doing face yeah. left and right. How do you feel like your offense can go pound for pound for, with some of these other defenses um, with the fact that you guys pass, pass it more than usual? Yeah. Um... Sammamish was a hard game. I think that was the roughest game we had passing and getting looks because uh, they didn't have necessarily super talented DBs. It, their scheme was really good. Um, it was smart of them to run cover four uh, because it would force our, our, our deep plays um, have been on post routes, uh, middle of the field. And so they would have their cornerback kind of facing in and he would shove our receivers into the safety safeties and uh there wasn't a lot of opportunity there um and you could see that all game uh and so they capitalized off that and they also capitalized like you said their physicality that they were oh my god <laughs> well we knew going in that they were going to be bullies like i said but that was legit i remember my my three was uh the uh left outside linebacker was a uh, had michigan offers right and yeah <laughs> And he was to my left, and then up top was their running back, number nine, who was a hoss of a man. Mataji, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, he had he had electrical tape around his forearms. <laughs> like, I was like, DB, I look over, and he has electrical tape. Like, who does that? <laughs> anyway, so that had that man on, on top of me. And then the cornerback, he wasn't a great cornerback, but he was he was a linebacker playing cornerback. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that was a rough, rough game for me physically. And we felt that. Uh, and 
just happy to come away with the win. That was not, it was not a pretty game, you know? Right. Sometimes that makes it all that much sweeter, you know, when you get the win after, after the grueling game, you know? So after the game, Eli was telling me that you guys found out in the post-game huddle that uh, instead of playing Newport, which you'd already beat them in the first week, you kind of showed that you were the better team clearly throughout, uh, even though it was your first game, you, you showed that you guys were clearly uh, rightfully deserving of that multiple possession win. But what was your initial reaction when you guys heard you were going to be playing Bellevue instead for this new challenge on senior night, the last game of the season to go against your rivals and get that opportunity? I, I think you, you can't overhype this game for a Marshall Island football fan or, or high schooler for Bellevue and honestly the surrounding Washington area like this game cannot be overstated this is this is it right here and um this is all we've wanted because we haven't beat Bellevue our varsity hasn't beat Bellevue in like 20 years I think it is uh and uh <laughs> I, it's hard to even put into words man this is this is something special especially it being senior night it being home um and this year, if, if there's a year for us to beat Bellevue and, and to prove ourselves as a program, this is it. This is the year. This is what we've been waiting for. So you'd have to ask me some more specific questions because I could just go on for, <laughs> for hours about this game. Well, how thankful are you guys that you're home for this game, that you have the fans um, on your side and you'll, you'll be having not it's not a packed house like it maybe it would be uh, in, in a normal year, but how, how thankful are you that you don't have to go away to Bellevue and you've got uh, the fans cheering you on here for the uh, tonight's game? That's huge. That's huge. And I, and I think, uh, I remember, I think I said after the Newport game, it felt like a JV game uh, out there. And then when we had Liberty at home, it, it was totally different. You, you had that adrenaline pumping uh, with drumline going. Right. There, there's a different, there's a different, there's something in the air, you know, and uh, you could smell that at the Liberty game. And, and with this Bellevue game, it's going to be huge. And I, I think there's probably going to be Bellevue fans there too. It's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be uh, something to see. And, and uh, the Islanders are going to be there. It's going to, it's going to be as packed as it can be. And I, I'm excited for that. It's going to bring a totally different uh, uh, playing field. So, so yesterday I talked with, Sam well and it was April Fool's Day so I, I decided to like make up a quote from a Bellevue cornerback saying like, oh Sam well is not fast he can't catch and Sam well went off and said well these guys aren't these guys aren't good they they will have to, I'll have to show them on the field but I'm not going to give you an, an April Fool's joke because it isn't anything, but can you discuss the Bellevue secondary and maybe some things that you've been watching that you can I don't want to say exploit their weaknesses but something that you're looking forward to for some scheming offensively in, in the past game yeah, I don't know if Sam Wells already talked about this, but when when we were discussing with our, uh, our coach about what coverage they ran, and we heard uh, cover three and cover one, me at uh, cover one man, me and Sam Wells looked at each other and and smiled immediately because uh, uh, that's that's where we shine because we've been working so hard in this off season uh, to you know work our craft and, and, and work skill, and that's where it's going to shine tonight. I believe um, they have. They actually have decent cornerbacks. They have a uh, number three, Eshawn Daniels. I, I know him. He uh, does FSP seven on seven. He's a talented athlete. Um, and I believe he'll be on my side. Um, but our receiving core has all, uh, so much confidence. You know, we, we've always believed that no one in Kinko can hold us. Uh, and 
no one in Kinko can hold this man to man. Um, and so we are, we are excited to say the least when we heard it was man to man and we heard that it was cover three, uh, that, that was the best thing we could hear. Uh, so yeah. 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 I think everyone's definitely looking forward to it. And finally, I know you still have this huge game tonight, but looking in to next season, I'm curious for you, uh, do you see any guys that are maybe sophomores this year or maybe haven't gotten a ton of playing time? Maybe there's not even are on varsity right now that you think could make a huge impact going forward in, in future years? Yes. Yes. And, and I think uh, if you ask anybody that right now, um, there's two names that will come to mind immediately. And uh, one's Mason Chorak, obviously. Well, he's already he's in the system. Right. Uh, playing, but uh, Griffin King. Um, oh, yeah. Big guy. up front. <sighs> Griffin King is, is going to be – he's not going to be something to play with, man. He's a freshman right now and about 6'2", 250 pounds. He's an athlete. He is I, – I mean, you're just going to have to watch. You're just going to have to watch because uh, I, think, I think he's going to be the star of, uh, of the trenches for Merciland football for the next four years. He's, uh, he's got everything going for him, and we're so excited to have him um, with us this next year this year and next year so griffin king remember that name and it's not bad when you're uh your freshman year you're getting taught by Derek osmond how to play so yeah, I'm sure you can <laughs> yeah. for sure all right well jack thank you so much for talking with me again today uh, i'm really excited i think everyone is to watch you play tonight and you can make sure to watch jack and the rest of the islanders suit up against the bellevue wolverines tonight at seven o'clock and 89 the bridge jack once again thank you so much for talking with me yeah scoters